0: It's me, Tony T, and here's your episode 66 Overture. Amidst speculation that someone's going to die in the Avengers Infinity War and inspired by Palpatine's Order 66, we discuss today the beauty of life and the inevitability of death. Psalm 116.15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. For those whose faith rests in the Lord, death is not the end merely the end of the beginning. Welcome to episode 66, this is your Nerd of Godcast.
1: Hey there guys and gals, geeks and
2: gamers, you're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture finds sweet, sweet two-player co op
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of God cast that place where Christ culture and nerd culture go out on the swing set the seesaw and the sliding board to have a great day on the playground. Stay away from the sandbox, because that's where cats poop. My name is Tony T. For the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make you excited, get you geeky, and uh, get your praise on. But I am not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, is steve supremo Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, Steven. Hi. What's going on, man? You got your, your hair is doing a weird thing there. Like It's warm. Okay. So I don't have my hat on. I don't know what my hair is doing. I can't see the top of my head.
0: You uh, look like a uh, Dick Tracy villain. Sure. Yes, he does. <laughs> right? You got a little flat top vibe there? Flat um, top vibe. Band name called it. Indeed. <laughs> Moving right around to the other side of the table, often imitated, never duplicated, he is the king of the hill, the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff.
2: Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> it's okay, Dan. What's going on, buddy? Well, I'm selling propane and propane accessories. All
0: right. Well, you keep... Pimping Sweet Lady Propane all over this town. <laughs> and, uh, what I tie. And uh, <laughs> we met And across the table <laughs> is uh, the man with the plan and a paintbrush in his hand. It's official Ness E.J. Nieves. It's your boy. Hey. Boy. You are my boy. <laughs>
1: and he's your boy, too. Hey,
2: that's my boy. <laughs> and that's he can boy. be
0: your boy, too, for the low, low price of... <laughs>
1: Price of a skitty.
0: Well, tonight we are um, we are we are once again finding ourselves without the twins. Jackie and Jess are uh, roaming the earth seeking whom they may devour, but the seats have not grown cold because we have some special guests returning to the Nerd Godcast for I believe the third time is uh, tying with Julia Cameron Colazzo.
1: That means she's officially a part of the show now.
0: Is my <laughs> wife, Sheena. How you doing?
3: Hello. What's I'm going good? on? Uh, not much.
0: Well, I'm glad that you made
1: it. Glad that you're I'm here. I'm glad you're here too, Sheena. It's always me nice to be on the show.
2: Sheena always laughs at my jokes. That's why I like her here.
1: Sheena, <laughs> Sheena always <laughs>, laughs at my jokes, but I think most of the time she's laughing at me. It's like pity. It's like, like a pity Sunday night at. when we were oh singing songs man. and now I lost my voice and she just kept laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? She's like, you. Sheena <laughs>, you Sheena laughs at your jokes
0: in the same way that when they put that little baggie on your door, door handle because they want to collect canned goods, you pick the things that you don't like. It's like, oh, you get the creamed corn that's how she laughs at you
3: mm. I'm oh, okay it's like I the, think Steven's funny Thank you Sheena <laughs> I am
0: funny one person one person but she's so undisscript indiscriminate she actually married me so find you a wow. Sheena find you a Sheena <laughs>
2: <laughs> find someone who you can make laugh
0: that's right uh, uh, well I already found her so you keep
2: looking junior <laughs> yeah uh, it was the, if only it was that easy. <laughs> And, uh,
0: nope, nope, nope. Rounding out our squared circle of fun tonight on the, for the first time on our show, but not the first time on a Nerd of Godcast project. You've seen him on many of our video reviews. It's our friend, Mr. David Nelson. What's up, everybody? Hi Ooh. David, i
4: so with the smooth voice. That's what I'm saying what's right there, man. What's up,
5: everybody? Hello, everybody. <laughs> How you doing? Can, it's David can, Nelson. Can I'm say, very dope, but what's up? Can I just say it's an honor to finally be here. On the Nerd of God cast. Man, so. if the honor is ours, it yes. is. Mama, I made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, is your mama a listener? Uh, no, she <laughs> can be. She is it's now. She, she, she will if you're be on, be on it. <laughs> she she be like, be David, that. my baby did such a good job. <laughs> She's gonna come into church
1: on Sunday. She'd be like, I was so proud of my <laughs> she'll, boy. She'll have a t-shirt. <laughs> <David>. <laughs> my David son was is on the Nerdy Godcast. Uh, your mom is one of my favorite people at our church because she always makes me feel like I'm her son too. Mm-hmm. She will get mad at me if I don't say hello. She's like, "How's my baby doing?" She give me a hug. Where's yeah, hugs. Where's my hug? Okay,
6: now I feel Where? really bad. I don't think I've ever officially met your
5: mom. No, she no. doesn't. She
0: doesn't like Puerto Ricans. <laughs> she loves everybody. <laughs> this Sunday. she loves Mike. <laughs> She'll make you churros. <laughs> <That part. laughs> that I still is remember the time lie. I before. Not a lie. There is no yeah. no irony in that. Okay. I his, still- his mom is genuinely one of the most like loving yeah, and tender awesome. people. One of the greatest moments of my life was at David's wedding, when oh. they did the, the 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 groom and his mom dance, and they put on Mama yeah. oh. by Boys to Men, and oh. oh my goodness, everybody in that place is just like.
1: That's the and he's right dancing there. with his mom And it was just fantastic was I remember cool. I, I stayed it the night emotional. At David's house Before he got married That's weird uh, Well no we just, I think we're all gonna do Something next morning So we just That's slept weird. at David's house And like we woke up And his mom like Cooked us a feast For breakfast Wow She's like I wanna make sure You guys are fed
5: she never does that when I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> my friends come over, Mom. Maybe
2: you invite more of your friends over, like me. Like me. I don't live with my mom
0: <laughs> <laughs> He lives with his wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> David, in, in, our, in our little podcast world here, most of the people here live with their moms. Not me.
1: I don't. Not me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but if you, were, <laughs> if you weren't in school, you
0: wouldn't. So what we're talking <laughs> of, of the twins and of the uh, the big fellows here. Yeah,
2: the other twins. <clears throat>
0: so Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get right into the show, but we're not gonna miss our man in the booth making us sound good tonight. It's Nicholas Wayne's right. Sadler. Saddler.
2: did you Hello.
0: Hey Nick, what's going on, buddy? Nikki. Not much. How's Pokemoning? Oh, uh, pretty good.
3: I caught uh, the new legendary today. So. Do you like oh. the uh,
0: the Professor Willow challenges? Is it making it fun for you?
3: Uh, yeah. It's more interesting. Gives me something else to do besides just catch it. A- ton of Pokemon. Yeah,
0: good stuff, man, good stuff. Well, we're going to get this thing started, and we're going to do it in the way that we are accustomed to, by playing a rousing round of If We Were. Character from a movie or a video
1: game, of famous flying he's from some deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers, we're going to play a game called If We Were.
0: Tonight on If We Were, we're going to be saying who we would be if we were... Disney animal sidekicks, the sort of non-verbal sidekick characters that hang out with Disney princesses and protagonists and uh, everyone's going to decide who we would be and who everyone else would be if we were in fact Disney animal sidekicks. And while they're trying to decide who they would be looking around and trying to size up the Steven of Steven's head comparative to uh, Miko or Abu, uh, I'm going to let you know how that you can play along with us and you can follow us on the social medias. We hang out across the internet on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com. You can also email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or call our hotline at 760-NOGCAST. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you And don't forget, if you have an Amazon Echo Alexa Power device, you can get our Nerd of God Daily Devotion podcast right there as part of your flash briefing. Or you can subscribe to our standalone daily devotion with fresh content every weekday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are consumed. And you can stop by our Nerd of God cast store. At nerdofgodcast.com and get all your official Nerd of God swag. That's right, you can represent your favorite nerdy Christian podcast and crew with a shirt, with a sticker, with a button, and uh, it's a great, cool thing to do. All the cool kids are doing it. Now we're back for If We Were. Let's go around the circle and see who we have decided we would be. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, I wonder where this question goes. Nef. If we were Disney sidekick animal characters, who would we be? Who would you be? Me? Yeah, you, man. I don't know. Okay, well let's look. well let's figure out who would Neff be if he was a Disney animal sidekick character.
6: Steven, say it.
1: Gus. Gus. Really Gus <laughs> Gus, the mouse from Cinderella. <laughs> well, it was a little child, the the, the and then the... I changed it to Gus Gus.
6: I think we're going to go specifically
1: with, like, nonverbal okay. animals. I mean, oh, I guess, really? Whatever. What? It's not, a not a one of mine are nonverbal. What yeah, nonverbal most animal most sidekicks are there? There's a, there's a couple. I yeah, think oh, the animal deal. sidekicks are are No, it's Not non-verbal. all of them. Yes,
0: the sidekick animal? I can't think of any that are verbal.
1: Gus oh, Gus God. except for Iago most of my answers are verbal what about like, like the movies where they're like all animals like Robin Hood Well, then you're wrong. There's no sidekick or Tarzan there.
3: Yes, there are No,
0: little John's character. Does no. flounder no, talk?
1: Wait, what?
3: Does it flounder talk? Yes
1: <sighs> yeah. Okay, Sebastian. they can talk then. Sebastian talks? Yeah, they're all sidekick. What are you talking about? Uh, Zazu Zazu this is, <laughs> this is my show This is my show
0: David T-
2: Nelson Tantor
1: Thank you, David All right so, who do we got for Neff? Gus, Gus. Anybody else got something better? Or is there one? Do you, do you have one that doesn't talk? I, would I, go. I got
5: somebody I wish wouldn't talk. Mm. You! Mm. Now, does it have to be like a animal? Animal, can it be like a animal type being? I don't know. Elaborate. You mean? tell me. I think Neff would be Phil from Hercules. Phil Octetes. Uh, I would allow it. Who is a... Uh, well, if you want to be you. a hero,
2: kid, well de doo. <laughs>
0: who is a satyr? I believe is the uh, half man half goat. Oh, great. Okay. So, all right, I can see the philactidy sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, anybody got something better?
2: Gus, Gus. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be Gus Gus. All right, Nev, who good. did you say you would be? Uh, I thought I would be more like a blue type character. Blue?
0: Would be want to be like you. Ooh, ooh? Yeah. Nice, very good. Uh, EJ. Hi.
2: Kind of what kind of animal
0: sidekick character would EJ be? Oh, that one's easy okay. I don't pick for myself Who would you pick
1: for yourself? Well,
6: You want me to say my first? Yeah I'd pick Raja I think he's dope so. tiger. Raja oh, the tiger, tiger? tiger. Yeah See, I, I, I would
1: have said um. Mushu <laughs> After it. David said Mushu <laughs> I was like <laughs> See Because after When EJ got upset earlier He's like, I'll punch him in the face And that reminds <laughs> me of when He's like Dishonor on you. Dishonor on you, Cal. On whole family. For EJ, I, like that. EJ,
2: I had uh, Pascual from uh, Tangled, the chameleon. Why? Because it's so colorful. It's all about like, art, and he's even named after an artist. All right. Which artist? Pas- Pascual.
6: Which one? Pascal. Pascal. Is it Pascal? I think that's that pa-
0: like a Ma- measurement, like a unit of measurement. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Well, EJ definitely measures up uh, Okay, anybody got something better? Do you? Do, Do you know? have one that's non-verbal? I'm not
1: playing Steve, I'm not playing bad. Clearly
0: you want to change the rules mid-stream You so. never
1: said non-verbal Animal Sidekick This is where I'm flipping the box Most uh, of them Most of them talk How about Steven? Uh, Abu Abu
0: uh, the why monkey a, why why the No, monkey?
2: Abu the elephant
0: oh, The elephant version of Abu the monkey <laughs> Yes By <laughs> <laughs> Abu I, I have a cause. different one for Steven. You guys got anything better?
1: David, you know me pretty well.
0: Say Zazu. That was what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Zazu. <laughs> yeah, Zazu.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I put Eeyore, but Zazu's better. It's definitely Zazu. <laughs> All right. right. Why Zazu, David? For those who are listening, why Zazu? very
5: loyal to who your leader is.
0: And a little on the annoying
5: side. <laughs> and a little on the annoying side. Okay, Do you, you think I'm annoying, David? moving on
0: <laughs> Steven do you Have a lovely bunch Of coconuts Deed, de, de. I do Have a Stingy lovely bunch Of
1: coconuts How about uh, How about David I put Bagheera Bagheera Why Bagheera Why Bagheera
0: In particular I also
1: Because was, uh, I said Bagheera Wait no, no wait wait <laughs> because, far, First off
0: I can't remember Which one is Bagheera again What movie is he from
4: He
1: is the The panther which In one? Jungle Book the, Oh the one with like the, the spots on him The panther No he's a, he's a black panther Okay Okay because and because Vigera is a very like mentoring character to Mowgli and other than you one person I go to to advice pretty often if not more so is David David's one person I, I go to for uh, godly advice on things. David, how do you feel about being immediately branded as the Black Panther? I did, it wasn't it had That's nothing That's profiling, to do. Steven. He could have been yeah. the Yellow I Panther mean, and profiling I would have said is wrong.
2: Yeah, profiling is wrong, Steven. <laughs> 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 no,
1: I, 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 like, I never I, I,
0: you're bagheera a racist You're I like Bagheera. Sheena,
5: though, so. do you have a better answer? Gus, Gus. I I mean I have a I pick someone else for my. Who'd you pick? Did you pick Sebastian? I did. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jamaican? Almost just profile <laughs> okay. He's allowed to do that though because David's Jamaican. Oh uh, man. What is if it you? wasn't for Sebastian, we wouldn't have one of the famous Disney
0: songs. That's right, kiss the girl.
5: Under the sea. Under the sea. So. Under
1: the impact. Hey, Sebastian <laughs> is <laughs> all about impact. Dali is better. Oh, oh, oh. Is better. You he say? makes impact in the world. <laughs> He almost gets
2: eaten by a Frenchman. It's alright.
1: <laughs> she don't have a lot the, to the say. The night is young. Something about her. So
0: what about Sheena? I didn't get anything from Sheena.
2: No, Sheena, I, I got a flower she, from Bambi. She, she is
0: tough. Flower. The skunk?
2: Well, not Thumper. From it was a skunk. Hold on. You the skunk? It wasn't the fact that she was a skunk. It's very she's very soft spoken. You called my wife a
1: skunk? What about Thumper from, from Bambi?
2: Bambi.
0: Neff, of all the people at this table, you call my wife a skunk? <laughs> I'll kill you
2: <laughs> Can I change seats? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you're stuck there I'm, either, I'm sitting, either sitting next to Jessica Who likes to stab people or I'm sitting next to Tony Who now wants to murder me
0: Bludgeon is the word I was going to go for I was oh. going to bludgeon you With his fist oh, okay. <laughs> Or with his music oh, I'll good, kill good, you with my music
2: Good, uh, good vocabulary uh, Sheena, you If you, if
0: you were have? a Disney sidekick character Who do you think that you would be? Do you have any, any idea?
3: I don't know
2: Maybe she's flying.
1: I would say Nala Oh, a, not really a sidekick though. It's
3: 2018,
1: Still, David. More, if it, it's 2018. If anybody who's that Simba or Scar, they're the sidekick. You know, okay. <laughs> you Simba Scar, they're sidekick. <laughs> All right. Timon and Pumbaa Do you guys remember who Timon Lady Pumbaa. Cluck was? You're Pumbaa.
2: You're Timon. No, uh, I'm
1: not. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not Timon. You're extra. You know, we, you're
2: extra. We have a running Timon. gag about Timon on this show. You're extra Nathan Lane. <laughs>
0: Uh, do you guys remember who Lady Cluck was from my from Robin Hood? Watch your language. Yeah. <laughs> she was Maid Marian's handmaid and she was like, I'll br- break you with my and she was like super tough. She made gun running. noises? But that she one is br- br- talking.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, shut up, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> So much. <laughs> I'm your best friend I'm a, I'm being a, established
0: for this. Other than your wife, it's me. We're going to pause <laughs> and we're going to go back and listen to episode 65, Annoyed, and uh, just get this off of my chest right now. All right.
1: Who would Nick be? I at first, I forgot what we were playing, so I wrote down fix of Felix and I had to erase it. He's ish. Oh I don't have anything for Nick. Nick was tough. Mm-hmm. Because of animals, it's tough. Uh, uh, do we need to pull is... up a
0: list of Disney sidekick characters yeah, so you probably. guys know who, who to...
1: For animal, No, animals. He's yeah. one of the
2: gargoyles from uh, Hunchback.
1: I would say what about Owl? From owl. Steven Stephen. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: He's very smart. Stephen, he's not. Uh, Stephen, you're Hugo. You're the gargoyle from Hunchback in Notre Dame. Why? Just watch Hunchback and you'll know. I haven't
1: seen this since I was a kid. Jason oh. Alexander's character. Yeah,
0: yeah. Showy, big mouth. Kinda. <laughs> Here we
2: go, love a boy. Yeah.
1: What's funny? Is she last at my jokes. Jason Alexander is my favorite character on Seinfeld, so there, there I don't think I'd identify. I was him. in the pool. Okay, all right. And for you, Tony, I put Baloo. Baloo.
2: I also put Baloo. Uh, not
1: okay. All right. Wait, what? I, he's I hate, a sidekick. I hate this. If we were white, let
0: us these know. These are all please good. You chose it. Bail us out. Let us know who you would be if you were an actual Disney sidekick. Uh, And uh, I'm going to be moving to another town Thank you so much for everything Um, Sheena, you, you got here a little bit late tonight Where you been? I
3: was seeing Black Panther for the
6: first
0: time. Oh snap! Oh, so I guess we are going to talk Black Panther tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wakanda forever.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's challenge day. Hey,
3: I uh, was going
1: to say that. So, so we, I get
3: that now. we <laughs> have
1: not. Wait, now, no, now you needed to do the challenge We she have not initiated.
0: had a chance to talk about it. And if Steven would just shut up for just a second, we would have actually have a chance to do our show. Uh, what uh, What did you think about it?
3: I thought it was really good.
0: So, after seeing that movie. Uh, how likely would you be to encourage me to purchase the uh, Black Panther hot toys?
3: All of them are just Black Panther?
0: Uh, they only have Black Panther and Killmonger. Ooh.
3: Oh. oh, that would be a tough choice. Like between the two? Now the Black Panther both?
0: one lights up purple in the light. The Killmonger lights up gold. Ooh. 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 Well, that yeah. settles it. <laughs> <laughs> both is what she's saying. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, sorry that I couldn't go; we were doing a podcast. So, uh, well let's get let's get into it tonight. We have a, a little bit of a game. So, everybody, pull out your tablets. I got my tablet. We're gonna get right into this thing tonight. Uh, we are done with ICU MCU. We oh, are wow. we are done. Last week we did uh, we did Spider Man Homecoming on our show, and then we wrapped it up with Thor Ragnarok on the Christian Nerd. All we have to yeah. do now is wait. Oh, because
1: you guys did Black Panther when it came out. Yeah, I forgot about that. We
0: did Black Panther when it came out. So all we have to do now is basically wait until Infinity War comes out. We have completed all of the 18 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Are you excited for Infinity War now? I am pumped for Infinity War. Did you guys see, and this will be old news by now, but did you see the letter that was put out by the Russo brothers? Yes. Yeah, have I you you it. seen I read this it, thing? It, I it's read great. It earlier.
2: I've been staying away from everything, so
0: okay. Well, th- that's the the nature of the the letter that the Russo brothers yeah. did. I will read it to you now. They released this this letter, and again, by the time you're listening to this, it will have been about two weeks ago. It says to the greatest fans in the world, we're about to embark on the Avengers Infinity War press tour. We'll be visiting fans from all over the world, screening only a limited amount of select footage from the film in order to avoid spoiling the story for future viewers. We will not screen the film in its entirety until the Los Angeles premiere shortly before the film's global release. Everyone involved with the film has worked incredibly hard for the past two years, maintaining the highest level of secrecy. Only a handful of people know the film's true plot. We're asking that when you see the Infinity War in the coming months that you maintain the same level of secrecy so that all fans can have an equal experience when they watch it for the first time. Don't spoil it for others the same way you wouldn't want it spoiled for you. Good luck and happy viewing, the Russo brothers. Hashtag Thanos demands your silence.
5: Nice.
1: Great. So. It's great.
0: What does that tell you about this movie? That tells me that
1: I don't even think the actors know. Something is is happening. It it reminds me of when the movie uh, The Usual Suspects came out. Not even the actors knew. Who Kaiser Sose was until they saw it at the premiere. Well, that's the, cool. the same thing
0: with um with the the cast of Star Wars when when they did Empire Strikes Back, no one knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah, really? Yeah, they filmed different dialogue wow. when they filmed the movie. That's right? Yeah. yeah Dave Prouse used the line Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. Uh, he, I Obi, know what Obi- happened. Obi he- Wan killed your father, and he's like, "No, that's impossible." But then when they went back and did the dubbing over, he says, "I am your father." Like no one knew that that was the swerve there. Yeah. Uh, th-
1: that which is cool. Cool. This movie, I think, is going to be next level. But here's the thing, and I and I agree with you, it's going to be next level. But they keep talking about how big of a deal Avengers Four is going to be. Yeah. So if Infinity War is going to be ridiculous, Avengers Four is going to be like. A, a monstrosity of awesome. Yeah, I can't handle that. Uh, An ostrosity. Poor, <laughs> Poor Aquaman. I'm ready. Poor Aquaman. So before we get into
0: our, our talk a little bit tonight, and we the, the Infinity War is really going to be the launching point for what we're talking about this mm-hmm. evening here on episode 66 of the Nerdy Godcast, uh, we're going to play a quick game called The Chicken and the egg. Oh, I like this game. And this is uh, the Infinity War version of Chicken and the Egg, so this is all Avengers. Now, the way this game is played is I'm going to give you two things that happen, and you're going to have to tell me which one came first. uh, A la the chicken or the egg. For instance, if I were to say... David Nelson was born or Stephen Salisbury was born, you guys would say, which one came first? It would be David, David Nelson. Nelson because he's older than Steven. So that's is. as simple as that would be. You write down the answer that you think came first. Now, again, this is all Avengers edition, so I'm going to give you an Avengers actor, one of the actors that play one of Marvel's cinematic universe Avengers, and you are going to say whether they came first or the uh, historical event that, that happens opposite them. Are you
1: ready? So like their first appearance.
0: First, which Their birth.
1: Like the character's birth or their. The actor's
0: birth. birth, Actor's birth, sorry. Or the event that I'm juxtaposing it
1: with. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like character or. The actors? I know, I get it now. I'm just making sure. I was making sure.
0: Elizabeth Olsen or the, the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Which came first? Elizabeth Olsen, as we all know, plays. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen or Ferris Bueller's Day Off? All right. Pencils down. Here we go. Elizabeth Olsen was born February 16th, 1989. Ferris Bueller's Day Off came out June 11th, 1986. Ferris Bueller came first. Who gets the point? I do. That All right. Shows. so had us say it. Keep your own score. Moving right along. Robert Downey Jr. or... The original Planet of the Apes, which came first, RDJ or POA? Robert Downey Jr., who is Tony Stark, the Iron Man, or Planet of the Apes, which one came first? EJ? Planet. Steve? RDJ. Dave? Planet. Sheena? RDJ. Neff? RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. was born April 4th, 1965. Planet of the Apes came out February 8th, 1968. Robert Downey Jr. came first. Chadwick Bozeman, or the movie Back to the Future. Chadwick Bozeman, or the movie Back to the Future. Chadwick Bozeman played Sheena?
3: Black Panther.
0: Black Panther. So who came first, Chad McBoseman or Marty McFly, Back to the
1: Future? You guys seem to be a little stressed about this, so we're going to start with you, Stephen. Which came first? Well, I think I think they both came out in 1985, but so I'm going to say Back to the Future came first. Back to the Future came first. David, I say Chad
0: McBoseman.
3: Sheena? Back to the Future.
0: Neff? Back to the Future. EJ? Back. Back to the Future, of course, as Steven wrote out, came out July 3rd, 1985. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman came out November 29th, 1977. Really? What? That's right. Oh, wow. Hold on. He so... not... what? Hey, November what? Hey. November 29th. So you're older hey. than Chadwick Boseman? David, David, you have something to say? <coughs> Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that so man looked like was...
0: 28, so 27 cause years I thought old. I knew he was yes. older he's, than he looked. He's nine days
6: younger than me. Wow. Wow. Wow! Eat your wow. greens, kids. Eat your what? greens. Good what? for him. Yeah, good for him. Seriously. That's awesome. All right. Jeremy
0: Renner or Woodstock? The music festival, not Snoopy's bird friend. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, the Hawkeye, or Woodstock? The music festival. Which came first? Some of these are close. Some of these are not close. Just giving you a heads up. Not to say that this one is or isn't, but. All right, so we'll start with Sheena. Jeremy Renner or Woodstock?
3: I put Hawkeye.
0: Hawkeye came first. All right. Neff? Renner. Renner. EJ? Wood. Wood. Steve? Woodstock. David? Woodstock. Woodstock was August 15th, 1969. Jeremy Renner was born January 7th, 1971. Dang it. Woodstock came first. So Woodstock was in the 70s. 69, man.
1: Summer of love. (laughs) Jimmy so, Hendr- didn't Jimi Hendrix die in
0: 1969? I don't think so. Scarlett Johansson, ScarJo, or Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Joe. ScarJo or Indiana Joe? Scarlett Johansson, the Black Widow. One of the most off-frequently appearing side characters in the MCU. From Iron Man 2, Captain America 2. Both Avengers movies and Civil War. Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first of three incredible Indiana Jones movies. And one really terrible one.
2: And a spinoff.
0: All right, so what do you got? Neff. Raiders. Raiders came first. EJ. Scar. Steven. Raiders. David. Raiders. Sheena. Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson was born November 22nd, 1984. Raiders of the Lost Ark, June 12th, 1981. So, Raiders of the Lost came first.
1: Such
0: a great movie. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Sebastian Stan, The Winter Soldier, or MTV. Sebastian Stan or MTV hits the air with video killed the radio star. What question number was this one? I don't know. one, two, three, four, five, six. Sebastian Stan or MTV? Which came first? Starting with EJ. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, Steve. Sebastian Stan, but I wrote Bucky. Okay, you spelled it wrong. David, you go MTV. MTV Sheena. MTV She wants her MTV. Neff. MTV MTV debuted August first, nineteen eighty one. Sebastian Stan August thirteenth, nineteen eighty two. <sighs> oh, see, I thought he was in his forties. MTV.
2: Yeah, no, I. I Just okay. I don't want to be so dismissive.
0: Paul Bettany. Oh. Or the grand opening of Walt Disney World. Paul Bettany or Walt Disney World? Paul Bettany, of course, played... Jarvis. Jarvis and Vision. You're both right. Paul Bettany or the opening of Walt Disney World? Walt had a vision of the future. He called it Epcot.
2: And Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell. It's creepy.
0: All right. I think Steven. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany came first. Uh, Disney. Disney. Sheena? Disney. Neff?
2: Betney.
0: EJ? Disney. All right. Paul Bettany was born in 1971. Walt Disney World was opened in 1971. Oh, Disney opened October 1st, 1971. Paul Bettany was born May 27th. Yes.
4: Yes.
0: Paul Bettany 1st. Yeah.
1: What's up? Mm -hmm.
0: I hope you guys are playing along at home with us You know, just pull the car over to the side of the road Or whatever, bring out a (laughs) pen and a piece of paper Be honest, don't say, oh I knew that one You can't change your mind after I say the right answer, alright But play along with us, let us know how you do Anthony Mackie, or the release of the Atari 2600 The Atari home video game console The Atari 2600, or the Falcon Which came first? Remember, it's tricky because, as David pointed out... <laughs> Black do cry. That's- I
2: mean, <laughs> he looks as good now in yeah, the he Avengers looked- as
1: he did in, like, 8 Mile.
0: I mean, he looks like he's 30. But- I, was, I was not... Was he
1: in 8 Mile? Yes, he played Papa Doc. I didn't see that movie. He was a bad guy.
0: Because... There was so much profanity in it. I saw uh, it when well, I was
1: twelve years it. old in the theaters opening sure. night. <laughs> yeah. My sister was a bad babysitter. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. There was a love scene in that I was, movie that made me uncomfortable watching it with my sister. I was
0: ten years old, and my two older sisters were both going on dates, and they, I had to go with one of them because that was the rule. There was no one at home, so I had to go with. So I could either go with my one sister to see Jaws: The Revenge, or my other sister to see Spaceballs. Where'd you go? Spaceballs. I made my choice. Yes. I stand by it. You
2: made a good choice.
0: <laughs> Part of who I am now. Uh, all right. Anthony Mackie or the release of the Atari 2600. David. Let's say Atari. Atari. Sheena. Falcon. Neff. Mackie. EJ. Atari. Steven. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie came out September 23rd, 1978. The Atari came out September 11th, 1977. Dang it. Oh, I thought it came out yeah. 79. Atari comes first. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Kobe Smulders or... The Nintendo Entertainment System. And just so you guys know that when we talk about movies and game consoles, all of our release dates are North American release dates, with apologies to our friends oh, in well, Asia. Oh, that's why I got
1: the last question wrong. I,
0: I should have clarified. Who is Kobe Smulders? She's Robin. She's Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered the joke
1: that oh, I get it. Yeah. Joseph
0: Gordon-Levitt is Robin. Yeah, I know. Spoiler uh, Kobe Smulders <laughs> or the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now. You're playing
1: with power.
2: You know, it's funny. She's actually married to one of the uh, SNL cast members. Why is that funny? Because he's funny.
1: Wait, SNL's funny?
2: Well, when he's he's one of the funnier. He's on the upper end. All right. So, uh,
0: I guess it's Sheena's turn. Kobe Smolders or the Nintendo Entertainment System.
2: I'll put NES. NES. Neff. Maria.
6: Maria. 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 Ej. Ness. NES.
0: Are you contractually obligated to uh, yes. answer
1: that? <laughs> Steven. Ness.
0: And David. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe Smulders was born... Kobe. Kobe. April 3rd, 1982. Dang it. Wait. Almost three years before the Nintendo Entertainment System came out in October 1985. A little I over need three to years.
1: to go with my gut.
0: So, Kobe Smulders is older than the NES. No, Chris I mean. Evans or... <laughs> Our nation's Bicentennial. Our nation's Bicentennial or Captain America himself. This is the most patriotic question you're (laughs) likely to hear tonight.
2: Everybody should know when the Bicentennial happened.
0: Does anybody not know when the Bicentennial happened? Just do the math. Is anybody looking around hoping that somebody else doesn't know when the Bicentennial happened? I'll give you a hint. Bicentennial means 200 years.
1: Bicycle.
0: 200 years Our nation's bicentennial So when would our nation's 200th birthday have been? 1776
1: That would have been its zeroth birthday (laughs) Uh, We'll see, at least I got the first one 1865 That's from a TV show, I'm that stupid (laughs) Alright, so which
0: came first? Chris Evans or our nation's bicentennial? Neff Rogers Steve Rogers EJ
1: Cop Bicentennial, I I
0: think I misspelled it Probably Bicentennial You spelled It says It's written Bicycle B- that's a, no. Got bicycle Perfect B- Sheena Bicentennial The bicentennial Took place In what year?
1: 1980 76 it. Just keep throw, Throwing numbers out You'll get it eventually July 4th eighty seventy six. it.
0: An infinite number Of monkeys And an infinite number Of calculators <laughs> We'll try one more time <laughs> July 4th 1976 Correct Bicentennial was July 4th, 1976. Chris Evans, June 13th, 1981.
1: Uh, He is not that old. No, he's not. I knew he was under 40. That's the only reason why I was able to do that. one. I gave myself a point.
0: But boy, he ain't helping himself out with that mustache he's got going on, is he? Oh,
1: he looks gloriously awful. Looks so creepy. Have you (laughs) seen it, Sheeta? Can I show
0: you?
5: I don't think so. He looks
0: like the gym teacher that's not allowed to teach gym anymore. (laughs) I'm pretty sure sure he's a war criminal
2: now. (laughs)
0: Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> or the movie Ghostbusters, the good one, with guys.
1: Uh, oh. <laughs> her worst response to that picture. She <laughs> uh,
0: with her face. <laughs> All right, so Chris Hemsworth, or the good Ghostbusters movie. Ooh. Whose dad
2: is this? That's the, that's the thought that I had when I saw that picture.
0: Chris Hemsworth, who was in the bad Ghostbusters movie, or the oh. good Ghostbusters movie. That's true. That's Which true. came first? I think we're starting with EJ now. Ghost. Ghostbusters. Steven.
1: Uh, Chris Hemsworth.
0: David. Ghostbuster. Sheena. Ghostbusters. Neff. Ghostbusters. All right, let's let me get
2: this one right.
0: What year did Ghostbusters come out?
2: 1984. Yes. Sir. June 8th,
0: 1984. Chris Hemsworth was born August 11th, 1983. Ah. Yes. So Thor I require a horse. Thor has been alive for all of the Ghostbusters movies.
1: You are vain crew boy.
0: Ah You're an old man and a fool. Don Cheadle or the premiere oh, of All in the Family. The oh one. crap, I don't know when All in the Family came out. I know this one was a reach. I stopped I stopped running out of creative things to do around this point. I'm tired.
2: Hotel Rwanda. All in
0: the Family. Which came first? Don Cheadle or Hotel Rwanda? Technically, it's the movie that made him, right? I mean, am I right? (laughs) Um, Isn't
1: it based on a book? All
0: in the Family or Don Cheadle. All in the Family is the show with uh, Archie Bunker. Bunker. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played.
1: (laughs) I
4: don't
1: know the words. (laughs) Guys like (laughs) us, we had it made. Those were the
0: days. And you knew who you was
2: is that I when, just know the Simpsons the version p- of that song. Is that when they're on the piano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one.
0: Uh, all right, so Don Cheadle or Archie Bunker? Which came first? Steven.
2: All in the family. David. All in the family. Sheena. Don Cheadle. Neff. Paul, John, Ringo, and George, the Cheetles.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wait, wait. Is that, or is that the uh, the orange, like, thick potato chip? Those are Cheetos. Oh, okay. Uh, EJ. Cheetle. All in the Family
0: came out January 12, 1971. Oh, no, I think I'm wrong. Don Cheadle was born November 29, 1964. Yes. Dang it. Cheadle See, came I thought,
1: first. saw All in the Family came out because I knew Don Cheadle was the band. man. Wait, wait, but what thought, day?
0: Oh, okay. What day was he born? He was born uh, November 29th, Oh, the same day as Chadwick Boseman, That's I believe.
2: It. My dad was born that <laughs> year. Uh,
0: 1964. Uh, all right. Evangeline Lilly. Got about 19 left Is oh, Don Chino my go. dad? I know this one. Evangeline no, Lily. No, he is not. Or E.T. the extraterrestrial. <laughs> okay,
2: God, Which it? one's Evangeline?
0: Evangeline or? Lily, who is the wasp. Okay. Or E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh,
2: JJ Abrams and And we'll start
0: with David. What's your, what's your answer, sir? I'll go with the wasp. The wasp came first. Sheena. E.T. E.T. Neff. Lily. Lily. E.J. E.T. Steve-O. Kate Austin. We are hmm. we are looking for Evangeline Lily was born August 3rd, 1979, two, three years before E.T. came out. Evangeline Lily came first.
1: See, the only reason why I knew that is because I knew she was 23 when she started Lost, Lost started in 2004. I, was born in I knew Now, e. here's I a tricky one. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, <laughs> no.
0: Or no. Captain America Comics number one.
2: Man, black don't crack.
0: Samuel L. Jackson or Captain America Comics number one. Which you'll remember is the first appearance of Bucky. Yes. Captain America Comics number one or Sam Jackson. And it's not okay for you to say it, Neff. David can say it. You can't say it. Say it, it, David.
2: Don't say it. White cracks a lot.
6: (laughs) <laughs>
0: you need to turn around in your chair because I see your white crack a lot.
6: <laughs> Excuse me.
0: <laughs>
6: All right. My white
0: cracks? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, I don't know if it's your turn or not, but Sam Jackson or, or the first appearance of Bucky? Uh, I have to go with, uh, Captain America. Probably. Captain America came first. Sheena?
3: Captain America. Neff? Bucky.
1: Sh- EJ? Cap. Steven? And now I just want to say Samuel L. Jackson because I, because no one else picked him, but I wrote down Captain America number one. Captain Can America- I change it? To Sam Jackson If you like Sam Jackson. We good Stephen Go big or go home we Captain America
0: Comics I'm number wrong, one though. Came out my, March 1941 Oh crap Yeah I'm wrong Sam I Jackson
1: <laughs> dag, Are you sure? Yeah Sam Jackson was born in like 1946 He was born in 1948 Okay so I was wrong <laughs> Yeah you were wrong <laughs> I should have kept it I was trying to be different Why did I let you guys influence me? They, nobody influenced well, you I told you to they,
0: <laughs> they were all right And you bailed on them can I... I hey, Sam, don't blame them for your self destructive How would says nobody else
1: picked Sam Jackson? Sam Jackson's like, what, Would well, you think he was lonely? He
0: doesn't know we're playing this game. No. He's 76.
1: 70, he's going to be 80 this year. He's 69. That's right. 70, 70 this year. <laughs> <laughs> good math. Math is hard.
0: <laughs> he's going to be 82 this year. He was born in 1776, the same na- day as our nation's tricentennial.
2: 1980, 70, <laughs> 70 80, 80, 90, and today. For the last regions.
0: one. You're, you, you've got <laughs> seven more. No, we don't. <laughs> Your do flux it. capacitors it's is the number no, of we have, more? we have one, two, three, four, five more.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, So, make so many. That. I'm so mad at
0: us. Benedict Cumberbatch or Star Wars A New Hope? Star Wars, as it was known back in the day. Benedict Cumberbatch or
2: Star Wars. Which came first?
1: That's not how you spell that.
2: Are we doing all 64 characters that are supposed to be appearing? In? That's correct. I've even got anyone? the
1: spoiler characters. <laughs> Tony's one of the handful of people that know the plot. Whoopi
0: Goldberg, <laughs> who is the voice of Proxima Midnight.
2: Are we
1: doing all of these right now? No,
2: we're not. Oh. Rainbow Avenger.
4: <laughs>
2: Ball- Balloon Boy.
0: John Kaczynski, who is playing Shazam. You know, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Neff. And said. Star Wars
0: Star Wars EJ Sar Steven
1: Benjamin Cumberbatch
0: David Benedict and Sheena
5: Star Wars
0: Star Wars came out of course May 25th 1977 Benedict Cumberbatch was born July 19th 1976
2: Yes oh. Ben came first So Leia says Help me on one Kenobi You're my only hope Luke rescues her He's the new hope
0: Yes, yes, that's exactly the, that's, exactly, that's exactly, the, exactly what it is. Yes, you you
1: broke the code. Also, by them defeating the Death Star, there's now a new hope for the rebellion and the galaxy. There are layers to the hope, layers to the hope band name called it. Mm. Mark Ruffalo,
0: which is hard because nobody knows how old that guy is. Nobody Mark Ruffalo is. or the original Hulk TV show,
5: oh. which <laughs> came first, Mark Ruffalo or
0: the original. Hulk TV who's show.
2: He was in that movie with Jennifer Aniston, I think, that one time. He was 30, 13 or something like that? 13
0: going on 30.
2: Whatever. Oh, never mind. I for Garner.
0: Life is hard. I love that movie. Jennifer Aniston has her hair in a bun. That was stupid. Mark Ruffalo or the Hulk TV show? EJ. Mark. Steven.
1: Uh, Hulk. But Mark uh, Ruffalo. Marky Mark. Oh. Hi, Mark. The original
0: Hulk. The original Hulk. Sheena?
3: Hulk
0: TV. Hulk TV. No.
3: Ruffalo Soldier.
0: Well, the
1: Hulk TV show first. Hulk TV sounds like a weird channel.
0: Hulk <laughs> TV show first aired November 4th, 1977. 40 years ago. So we're betting, is Mark Ruffalo over or under 40 years old? I, I
1: assume that Mark Ruffalo
0: was born in 1967. Mark Ruffalo was born November 22nd, nineteen.
1: 67. Really? Really. Oh, I was riding, wow. I guess! Wow. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> I knew the Hulk show was in the 70s, and I assumed Mark Ruffalo was born in the 60s. Paul Rudd. Oh. Or, oh, yeah. Paul Rudd doesn't
0: age. The actual Red. first appearance of Ant-Man entails to Astonish, 27.
1: I love Paul Rudd.
0: Because, yes, I will tell you this. I was surprised to find out how old Paul Rudd was. Yeah. Paul Rudd or the actual first appearance of Ant-Man in Tales to Astonish 27. Steven. Ant-Man. Ant-Man came first. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Rudd. Paul Rudd.
2: Neff. Ant-Man. And Rudd.
0: The first appearance of Ant-Man Tales to Astonish January 1962. Paul Rudd, April 1969. Ant-Man came first. Sheena, are you tanking this thing on purpose?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible at this. She's doing yeah. random do no magic. I'm
0: with you, Sheena. I'm not going to lie. Tom Holland or Matthew Broderick's Godzilla movie. Tom Holland or Matthew Broderick's Godzilla movie. It's a lot of fish. Steve O. Tom Holland, David, Tommy. Sheena.
3: Tom Holland,
0: Neff. Holland EJ. Tom. Tom Holland was born June 1st, 1996, which makes him younger than Toy Story. Yes, he does. He is, so he's Yeah. But Matthew Broderick's Godzilla movie came out in 1998. I thought that yeah, 1999. Which means that Tom Holland is older than Godzilla. Nice. And here like is the connection that you never saw coming. Aaron Taylor Johnson or the first appearance of the Taco Bell Chihuahua.
2: Quicksilver versus mm-hmm. the thing that goes
0: quickly <laughs> through you. The Taco Bell Chihuahua, who probably coattailed to notoriety on the... In, in his promotions for the movie Godzilla because you never That's actually funny. saw Godzilla in any of the commercials before the movie came out they refused he to he let you see he it he's, he's as
2: big as this bus
0: so the Taco Bell Chihuahua or Quicksilver Aaron Taylor Johnson David Quicksilver Sheena
3: Quicksilver
2: Neff ATJ <laughs> EJ Quick
0: Steven
1: a, a. Ron Taylor Johnson <laughs>
0: <laughs> you done messed up, a, a. Ron. A.A. <laughs> Ron Taylor Johnson, 13th of June, 1990 to Taco Bell Chihuahua, May 16th, 1993. Nice. Yeah. Quicksilver beat him to the punch. All right, let's tally up your scores and let us know how you did at this game. Was it fun? Was it was it miserable? I guess if it's miserable, you're not even listening anymore, so good. Uh, we're going to take this opportunity to give away some prizes for those of you guys that stuck with us through all that.
2: Sweet. Can't wait to win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what's your score, Sheeta? Eight. David? Fourteen. Nice. Steven? Thirteen. EJ? Five.
2: <laughs> yes. And Neff? 13. Thirteen. I should have <laughs>
0: stayed with Sam or Captain America. David Dang wins first time on the show. He walks away with a W. Black she- don't crack.
1: Sheena, can you? You can't a- say that. <laughs> I was. not be a so big fan. David, favor. let's let's you talk about <laughs> let's,
0: let's talk about this real quick. <laughs> Do you feel like uh, like people are a little too comfortable with some of the the things that they bandy about around you, like
1: people, d- general like audience that people that you
5: know? No, i You can the we can refer I to the know. people at this table. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it doesn't bother me, but they are def- they i I'm pretty sure. You'd get a different response, if you yeah, from a different <laughs> crowd. That's for sure.
0: It's very—it's important to be respectful as best you can. You know, especially as Christians, we want to make sure that we're not going to be an offense uh, to anybody, and that's just—it's you know, a polite thing to do. We don't want to. Uh, so we're we're talking we're talking a little bit. not not necessarily going into race relations or anything like that tonight, uh, but we are we're just talking about what, the things that we talk about. You know, nerdy stuff and the stuff that makes us excited. Are you excited about Infinity War, David? I am. So are you? Have you watched all the Marvel movies up to this point? I have not watched uh, Thor Ragnarok yet. Okay, oh, I'll let can you I watch it with you. I'm glad that you said that because tonight we are going to have a uh, a quick internet game. Last week we did one for our Instagram followers. Uh tonight we're going to put one up there for our Twitter followers. So I'm going to post a, a thing uh, that the on our Twitter when you hear this and it's going to give you the cue and all you have to do is respond to us um follow the Nerd of Godcast and share our tweet. With the uh, the hashtag by the hammer of Thor, and uh, if you share it, we're going to pick one of our random Twitter followers uh, who follow us at Nerd of Godcast, and we're going to be sending you a home video copy of Thor Ragnarok, brand new copy that you can watch, you can enjoy, pop your popcorn, invite David over so that he can watch it so with I you. Can
5: see it, thank you, <laughs> whoever you are. That so wins. we're going to win, win David for you,
0: giving you that compliment Please. to the nerd of God Everybody stash. <laughs> so uh, follow that share it and uh, like it and share it and we will send you guys uh, we'll pick a, a lucky winner and send you guys a cool free home video copy of Thor Ragnarok uh, hope you guys enjoy that and uh, before we do though so you, you've seen all of them but Thor Sheena you've seen all of them yes D- Steven yes EJ I, think I haven't seen, seen First Avenger I think I've you, seen all of them in theaters okay so you haven't seen the original Captain America no that's the only one and, and Neff uh, yes seen, seen them all so Infinity War is coming up, and and this is the culmination of all of these movies. And the one question that the
1: internet is just having a field day with is, who's going to die? David.
5: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'll
1: say David has a theory for how the movie's going to end, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking
5: about. Is somebody going to die? Well, in my sick head, this is how I see it ending. Um, Thanos gets all the stones, and... Just as he's about to snap his finger, screen fades to black, credits start rolling. No music, like you have the music of the credits, no music, just silence. Mm-hmm. Or if you have to have sound, like maybe the wind blowing, whatever. Okay, and so at a the vacant, end, empty sound. Yes, and then at the end of the credits, you know how some of the movies say, oh, Yo, you can see the Avengers in this next movie. Yeah. And then you put question mark. It just says Thanos. Just question mark. (laughs) Thanos reigns.
0: How about this? You have the credits roll, and as the credits are rolling, names start disappearing from the credits. That's terrifying. I didn't know that, that is, that is terrifying.
2: That's
1: so scary. Uh, that oh, is, that is that's cool. He just gave me nightmares I about words. Goosebumps. I didn't know I wanted that until <laughs> right now. It hurts oh. so good. I'm <laughs> so scared
2: now. I
1: know Thanos'
0: whole thing, oh. and I don't know what how they're gonna play this off in the in the movie. But Thanos' whole thing in the comic book is that he is in love with death. He's well, in love death, with yeah, death, death. like
1: dead. like wh- and lady death, death is a person.
0: Death is a concept, but it's embodied by a person. So, yeah, you you see there is a a person of death, but as a celestial, like anything like that, there is a principle of death, and that is embodied by that personification. Uh, So so he's in love with death, and in order to somehow please or win the fancy uh, of his mistress— He decides he's going to get this gauntlet for the pure fact that he can then wipe out life. Yeah. Um, And he does. He wipes out half the life of the universe. Literally
1: thinks people away.
0: Just, boom, you're gone. Yep. Boom, you're gone. And I don't know how this is going to translate or if it's going to even go kind of one-to-one to the big screen. But there's a pretty good thing. If you got this guy and he worships death and he has the glove on, this guy has the power. I mean, he's got the glove. He's got some gems. He's got more Infinity Stones in the commercials. He's got the touch. Than anybody's had up until this point. Nobody's ever had, you know, even the Asgardians were smart enough not to keep two in one place at once. Uh you know, the collector had two for a minute and that blew up on him.
1: He,
0: this cat I, I think has like 3 or 4 by the time we see this movie roll around there's five, right? There's six. Six. And uh so so he's going to be wielding some supreme power. Yeah. Someone well, yeah. is going to die.
2: Well in my I've talked to Jackie about it, too. Like, the more I look at the... Tra- the f- I've only seen the first trailer. But every time I see Loki hold up the cube to... Than- to I assume it's Thanos. Every time I see that scene, I think... I think Thanos is going to kill Loki. Because he's an angry guy. Like, he... Because he, he, he'll automatically think Loki didn't fulfill his promise in the original Avengers movie. And so he's like, Why should I let you live? I have... I'll, give me the cube. I'll take the cube. Thank you. And then he'll just... Boom, you're dead. Well, you, now, hold on, hold on. Let me,
0: let me stop you right there because I, I, I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree with that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that there's a lot of value that comes when a character is killed, but it has to happen for a reason. Random killing, like a, just like let's poof, even if it's a beloved character, to punk out and to just vaporize for the pure shock value doesn't really get us where we need to go emotionally as an audience. I'll give you an example. I agree with that. Phil Coulson. When he died, we were invested in Phil Colson. We knew who he was over the course of several different movies. We had seen him in Thor. We'd seen him in, in both Iron Man movies. Um, we, we kind of saw him walk through his obsession with Captain America and Avengers. You know, I watched you while you were sleeping. We, we love and appreciate who Phil Colson is. And then he dies, and that sucks. Right? Yeah. Did you feel anything when—what's what, his name? Um, Sitwell. Did Sitwell die? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, Sitwell died. When did die. he die? A uh, winter be- soldier killed him. He was thrown off like a bridge or something. And like there that. you go.
1: You don't know oh. and you don't care. Exactly. So I know he was thrown off the roof, but he was brought back up.
0: It. it yeah, well, that was just that was what, what Falcon did. Well, also, you, you had know, Quicksilver, we, too. Oh, he
3: fell out of a car. Uh, of a car. Sorry.
1: Yeah, they, he pulled him out of the car and threw
0: him out when they were trying to escape. Uh, the the same thing. Like, if you have a character that you don't care about and they die, whatever. If you have a character and you do care about them and they die in a very... um just nondescript or or useless purposeless way you you get more frustration than reaction i'll give you an example it's kind of stepping out of the marvel universe a little bit there was a movie and it came out steven 24 years ago so if you're so spoiler alert but it was called star trek generations oh. And in this movie, Captain Kirk dies. Oh, thank yeah. you. Captain Kirk dies. We I had a conversation like two years ago, and like Stephen like blew up at me. I did lunch not blow that up. That at you. Spoiled this movie. For I did him. not. All <laughs> I said was I
1: hadn't seen that
0: movie. No. Oh, you and you said I haven't seen that movie. No, you didn't. You got mad like you threw stuff on the I table. I was not mad. I got Whoa. mad, but I was not mad when you said Real that. Real quick, now none of us here <laughs> were there. But how many of you guys, just knowing Stephen, think that I'm more on the side of truth than he is? Yep, that's I hands. Can see him all around a the table. Flustered. all around the table. Yeah, he was a lot flustered. A 20 I wasn't really flustered. I was fake flustered then I got flustered. Movie. Kirk dies. And in the movie, the original filming of the movie, the, the char- character Soren whatever uh, uh, McDowell um, yeah, shot Kirk in the back. And he just died. They were on Viridian 3 or whatever it is, Nick will correct me later, uh, whatever the planet was, waiting for the Nexus to come in and and take Malcolm McDowell back to his, uh, you know, paradise alternate reality. And Kirk was there, and he was trying to help Captain Picard fight this guy, and he just, boop, shoots him in the back, and Kirk falls over dead. And that's it. At the end of three seasons of a television show an entire animated series and at this point I guess this was the the eighth the, the seventh um, the seventh feature film they just take the captain of the freaking enterprise shoot him in the back and kill him without any fanfare, he just falls over dead and that's the end. And test audiences said that was garbage. They were so mad. They were so mad that they just killed him without any kind of reason for doing it that they demanded that it was changed. And they did. They went back and they refilmed um the end of that movie uh, if you read william shatner's um he he has a, an autobiography that that's called his movie memories and at the end of that book he you know he describes filming that movie and then he does like a little epilogue to his own book where he says It's weird, you know. They've just called me back to the set. After we've already wrapped, they've called me to go back and film more. So I guess my time as the captain isn't over just yet. And it was because they, and he didn't describe anything else because he didn't know what was going on, but they were bringing him back because they had to reshoot his death scene because they said people were so mad that you took a beloved character and just wiped him out for nothing else but just a quick, cheap shock value. The same thing with Loki, who is. Very greatly loved and appreciated and admired. If you just sort of blink him out, what what good does that accomplish? How does that how does that bring dread or whatever? Oh, just because he can.
1: And plus, he's already kind of had like a redemption moment, even though he did take the cube. Like he still came back and saved Asgard, whether it be for selfish ambition or not. He still came back and helped his people. So just to kill him with, you would think maybe in the first ten minutes of the movies when that may happen uh, would be. Crappy. Yeah,
0: I think that's speculation. I think there's still more mileage you can get out of Loki, and I don't. I don't know that just blinking him out does any service at all to the character or to the fact that we've been with Loki through an Avengers movie and through three Thor movies, and uh, you know we've we've kind of put up with him at his worst and celebrated with him at his best. Uh, but someone's gonna die in this movie,
1: or nobody's gonna die. No, someone's gonna die,
2: and they're gonna come back to life.
1: Who's gonna die?
2: Captain America.
1: Probably, I would say probably Captain America or Iron Man or all the Avengers except Iron Man.
0: All of the Avengers except Iron like Man. Because like, he had the dream in Age of Ultron? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. That's his worst nightmare. Was that Age of... Oh yeah, it was, it was Age, Age of, of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Because okay. even Scarlet Witch was perturbed by it. Like maybe there was something else. Like she was powered by the Mind Stone. Maybe she had some kind of like vision for the future. Because when she saw what he was seeing, she wasn't enjoying it. She was... Perturbed. Yeah, she's always perturbed. She's weird. But there's like something, like there's something, uh, there's something else in her look. It's a reverse
2: Age of Ultron. Hawkeye's the only one who lives. Mm.
1: Yeah.
5: Now, does it only have to be one person that dies? Well, or maybe I don't know. I mean, it could I'm, be all of it. Could be well, everybody. it. Could be everyone. With your version,
1: everybody dies, David. Well, my <laughs> version, M'baku nobody
5: died. knows. And he just snaps his fingers and no bo- the movie's bo- out over. No.
2: But Mbaku dies. Yes.
0: Don't kill Mbaku. Don't M'baku. kill the man ape.
2: <laughs> Mbaku. Yeah,
0: So Sheena and I were talking about this yesterday. She uh, like, I don't are talking talk about this. We're walking into the craft store, and she's like
1: loud, and she's like, "I swear to God." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, "Wait, wait! Did you suggest that they may kill off Robert Downey Jr.?"
3: I don't know how we started talking about it, but we're the new yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It's making me nervous. I'm kind of excited for this movie and. Mostly nervous. (laughs) She said, (laughs) if
0: they kill Robert Downey Jr.
3: I will walk out of the movie theater.
1: Well, they'll save it to the end. (laughs) She will get up with her Milk Duds, and she will walk right out. Now I want to see the movie with you, because I want to see that happen, to see her walk out.
6: I Uh. mean, okay, I know this might sound kind of morbid, but don't you think that, you know, killing like an Iron Man or Captain America would add richness, like if you do it correctly, would add richness to the story? In regards to just continuing to just push things forward and adding more elements to, I don't know. I know it sounds kind of weird, but I don't know. That's how I feel about it.
1: I mean, I can see them killing Captain America, but Captain America almost like sacrificing himself to save everybody else. Like, like, spare them, take me. I could see him doing something like that.
5: Let me ask you guys this then. What character do you think would need to die for it to be more effective? I would say Cap Captain or Iron Man, which yeah. is why I said yeah. I figured
1: yeah, because like you can kill the other characters, but there's something about at least in the MCU about Captain America and Iron Man that if you killed one of them, they're like the two the two leaders, I guess. So like even in Civil War, they were kind of the leaders of those factions. But like even just in the story, like there's almost like a like a uh, power struggle between the two because they're both just like dominant people. But I think killing one of them or both of them would be the biggest impact because you can kill Thor and I'll be upset because Thor is my favorite character.
0: Yeah, but they'll just bring back Natalie Portman as Thor.
2: Yeah, they could do that,
1: <laughs> uh, or Beta Ray Bill
0: just do a complete. Oh, I know what it'll
2: be—a pregnant Pepper Potts. That would be the most impactful. Yeah, that's a little dark. That's wow, <laughs> that's a little yeah. dark. I think. Not, not i I'm kind of also range of possibility. Uh,
0: I don't know where Neff oh, turned wow. like dark side tonight. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what what's going dark side on. It is. He's just over there going. All right, so uh, we take Aunt May, right? And we we stuff her with pepper pots. <laughs> Aunt <and> Man's daughter.
2: <laughs> we th- <Good> uh, <laughs> All right,
6: <laughs>
0: you need it simmer down there, hot topic. Okay.
4: <laughs>
2: I love Elm Street. I think that. Um, what? I meant to say Night Before Christmas. Got <laughs> it all wrong. Uh, the, one, the Johnny guy, Depp do you, movie. Do you guys still give timeouts? <laughs> I feel like we need
0: to. Be, you're grounded. Oh, I, wow. think that, uh, I, I think that I think that that Iron Man needs needs to die. Because he's think the that one that started it. He needs to die saving Captain America because, oh. America because because he needs to acknowledge that Captain America is the
1: best of them. And that's just that. That is. Oh, that would be great. That would if, make it even worse. If well, well, if yeah. Captain America decides to sacrifice himself to save everybody, and then like at the last second, Tony Stark just jumps in front of him and takes whatever Thanos throws at him. Oh, that would I'd cry.
0: Who would you be most upset? Like like really legitimately most upset if they killed Spider-Man? 100% Spider-Man. I hundred percent. I think I think oh, I agree with you because heck. they
1: just introduced him. Uh he's a kid. He's a kid. But, yeah, that'd be insane. But, but
0: they got miles in his, in their right. back pocket. I know, whoa. that's why I'm
1: saying um, I'm just whoa. saying whoa. we already know he exists in the universe. Sad comment. But I also I have a theory that I don't think whoever dies, depending on how they die, I don't think whoever dies is going to stay dead. No, they have to stay dead. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. They have to. I not going to happen. They not, have to. That if somebody the, gets the Infinity Gauntlet, it can wish no. them back.
0: No, because it's too powerful. You can't. Wish, I, I. You agree. can't just wish them back. I agree, That's but a it's a co- paw it's comic situation. You no, know, it's a, it's movies. It's not comic now, books. Now dead it's, or, it's or like because like
1: if Thanos like snaps them out of existence, you can no, bring them back, but like you don't see them. They're dead.
0: They're dead. I'm not even talking. Snap them out of existence. You're talking about like physically see their dead body. I think they're going. Yeah, I think dead is dead mm. like, i don't mean and that's what to, to neff's point i don't mean just like poof, vaporized i you know you could you do that to a side character in ragnarok when jeff goldblum taps him with his melty stick you know yeah. but uh, but no not not to a main character you don't just vaporize them they die for a purpose yeah. quicksilver you can shoot because nobody cares about quicksilver but
1: you just, oh, jackie cared about quicksilver she yeah. was angry jackie was
2: really not.
0: yeah and, and, okay, so who would you be most upset? Steven said Spider-Man. Who would you be most upset, David, if they killed in the MCU? i will probably say Cap. Captain America? Who would so. you be most upset, EJ? i think Cap. I thought I'd i say Cap. What do you think, Neff?
2: Well, I'd be upset if they, if they took out Black Panther because they just introduced him. Well, see, them.
1: I say upset like I, I would be you mad can't, about you it. You can't kill the black guy. That's. I feel like they. you can't do that. So Falcon, <laughs> like they kill, Falcon they
0: they're already you can, you can paralyze
1: him. one of them. But you can't. You well, can't. like when I said upset, I would be the most upset, like sad, if they killed Captain America. But I'd be like mad if they killed Spider Man.
0: So anybody think about the idea? What if they kill? What if they kill uh, Black Widow, and watch Hulk deal with
1: that? Mm, what oh. if? Oh, what if he kills the Hulk? That'd be mm. awesome. But just to establish his power. What she if snaps It's snap. like it's like what Dwight said in the office. You got to fire somebody to establish your power. What if he's what if kills the most Thanos <laughs> galactic Dwight? Yes, <laughs> he kills the strongest yeah. Avenger. He's, he's seen all one. eight. Corvus Glaive is like
0: Gabe, and and uh, you know Proxima Midnight is oh, who's the guy in the the warehouse? Is like I just need to let you know that I I I'm not. Deaf, that's what I Nate Nate
1: I'm not I'm not exactly deaf but if people are talking all around me it's just, my head's really itchy but
0: he's one of these those. are lovely gloves Dwight. <laughs> That's a lovely glove you have, Daryl. No, I'm just saying, Thanos. Thank you. I don't know how I could could ever repay you. I have. I I made you. I made you some Nate coupons. (laughs) Den, one free
1: hug.
2: (laughs) Turns out Thanos. (laughs) Wherever you are,
0: I will find you and bring you You a stick stick of gum. gum. (laughs) So you know who would you? You would obviously be most upset if Iron Man died. Yes. Besides him, who would you be most upset? She's die. like, I don't care. I don't, care, like, I don't care if anybody else dies. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man.
2: Happy Hogan. Oh,
0: before, no, yeah, before can, he you, dies. Before he dies, side characters can get blown up. You didn't care in Iron Man Three, like you weren't seriously oh, jacked okay. up when Happy Hogan spent the whole movie in a hospital bed. Yeah. Those those people are, are, for lack of a better term, they're they're they're. But sides, did you
1: they're... die? No, he didn't.
0: No, I no he didn't. As it turns out, because he was back in other movies.
1: Plus, those characters are unfortunately disposable. They could die, yeah. but that's not going to be. You kill as side un-
0: characters all day long. That's not the thing. If Wong Wong
1: will die, probably because whatever. There's going to be a lot of people dying. I guarantee you, yeah. sidekicks will die, but no one's going to really care until the main. Well, Rachel guys McAdams die. character. Okay, aside from the Marvel
0: universe, no. Has there been a character in a movie that has died that has, like, seriously messed you up? Like, like like more than it probably should have.
2: Uh, nerdy or just in a no, movie? No, just
0: a movie or a story or something like that. Like, they killed this character and I can't, like, get over it.
2: Uh, well, there's kind of two. There's The Elephant Man, which I cried through that entire movie. Okay. And then there's Life is Beautiful. And the dad dies. And that but was they're in a concentration camp, so you yes, kind of know it's coming. Yes, but, they, it, but the worst part is he dies right before they all get saved. Or the little boy gets saved, and he dies, and his mom... Oh, oh that, that still upsets me. Those are
0: things that mean something. Yeah.
2: That one really hurts. That one that David. One
0: David, Something. A, a death in a movie that has just like, that's not fair. That messes me up.
5: I'll have a couple. And they're they're all animals, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The first one, of course, Mufasa. Oh, <laughs> which, you,
1: which is funny because you bookend it, and you, when you showed your son that scene,
5: what
0: Dave, do David with? has a little two-year-old boy, yes, and he he <laughs> laughed
1: at Mufasa's death.
5: Dad, as a dad, out. I would be concerned about that. <laughs> I was. I said, does
1: Jennifer? he still I'm, laugh like when he showed? He it to giggles. Him? <laughs> oh, does he?
5: Does he also like read his fingers together like an no. evil sinus? <laughs> um, the other one is. Uh, Sam, the dog from I Am Legend. Oh, oh well, see, yeah. that made me angry, though. That's like, tough. I wasn't like sad, I was angry. And then, uh, Arthax from so Never Oh, understood. you shut That's up! So wrong. Oh, my gosh, dude, <laughs> that wrecked me. That one hurt Those are three that in oh, the, the bog of despair yeah, or the
0: whatever. Swamp oh of my Don't give gosh. into it, Arthax. Don't give up. Oh, <laughs> you can. That R-Tax. wrecked yes. my. Life. you know, like when I was a kid, there was the rumor that was going around that they actually killed that horse.
1: Well, the, like they that, that s- horse oh yeah, heard that room. I, I forgot, know. I forgot the horse's name because I haven't seen the movie in so long. But oh. now I remember what you're talking oh. about. That's it's sucked. like in like the like the oh. like muddy
0: tar He's area. Sinking. Yeah, swamp and it's, yeah. it's sad. It drags you down the swamp. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, man. David, you just destroyed oh. my heart right now. <laughs> it destroyed my heart <laughs> when I yeah, saw it. That's tough. Look, Sheena, have you ever seen something that made you sad?
3: <laughs> what movie did I not watch the end of? And I haven't watched I, any of the movies that came it is. out after I know what it, is. it.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Star Wars, Force Awakens. The Force yeah. Awakens. <laughs> Han Solo died, and Sheena's like, "I'm out." Sheena, you got not, up off the couch. And you're I was not like, gonna, I'm you're done. not gonna like Rogue One. <laughs> uh, why did that bother you so much?
3: I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know that. Even I kind of saw it coming, but still, it was just like. But
0: there's more, like, there's other characters to me that, like, when I think uh, that that would be that analog that I go, oh, my gosh. Like, to me, I got more upset when Rufio died than when Han Solo died. I mean, it was a powerful scene, no doubt. (laughs) But, like, when Rufio gets stabbed,
1: I'm like, oh, no. Me too. (laughs) Oh, come on. Rufio, Rufio, Rufi. Oh. I've never seen Hook. (laughs) It's like a 27-year-old movie now. I know. I'm just kidding. I mean, I
2: still haven't seen it
1: but your wife, I think your wife just wants happy ending even though she's chaotic evil she wants happy ending uh, so much it's like 11 15 at night I think
0: she just wants this show to be ending <laughs> um Oh, the the first time I remember, we we I remember we were staying at like this resort, and they had in their lobby area you could go get movies, and you could just borrow movies from them for free. And I'm like, this is so great. And I was I was probably like seven or eight years old, and we went and borrowed this movie. So I got everything that was in the big plastic, like the big clamshell VHS tapes, because they were all the Disney ones. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we're gonna watch Disney. First off, I learned a lot of those old Disney movies were stupid. Uh, like Apple Dumpling Gang was stupid. Pollyanna was stupid. Like, there was some dumb movies. There was one called, like Candlewick or something like that with a young yeah. Jodie Foster. Stupid. <laughs> but I got one, and it was a promising young story of a young boy out on the wild frontier and his faithful oh. dog, oh. Old Yeller. Bum, ba, da, ba, bum. And I thought this is a great, great movie. And then the end turned on me quick yep. yep. and the boy has to take old yeller out in the back and shoot him because he gets rabies Yeah, and he's he like to, to be merciful he has got to go shoot his and oh my gosh dude i'm like
1: what is this <laughs> <happening?"> <laughs> there, <laughs> very similarly my sixth grade class read where the red fern grows very of uh, the same ending basically yeah. Yeah. and yes. not a not a dry eye in the entire class for that's real, what i was thinking ridiculous. yeah yeah
5: sixth grade how why yeah it was why why would you do this yeah it was definitely but you know like
0: like killing off characters is not something that they pull the punches on when it comes to kids movies i mean a lot of these things that we're talking about here are not like this isn't like like schindler's list this is the lion king you know this is the hook this This is bambi (laughs) bambi Bambi, come on exactly uh you know um you want to talk about wrecked Get Through the first 15 minutes of Up, oh my
1: god! yeah, I was about to oh talk about that. Oh my gosh, that Up, mm. what see, up destroyed me, yeah, it destroyed like, me because I mean, not no dialogue, Mm-mm. and they wreck you, yeah. I remember, I remember, I saw that movie, I was dating somebody, and I was like, oh, that's cute, that could be like us, when we get no, 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 no. and then I'm crying, make and it up I was the hill, like- just get to the hill,
2: get up the hill. Oh, she didn't uh, make it up the hill. So
0: many, though, <laughs> like, there's so many characters like that, and then they come from kids' stories, you know, oh, yeah. like, and, and there's. Uh, uh, it gets me every time and I don't care that the whole movie she acts like a hoe Jenny from Forrest Gump um, yeah. yeah
1: no lots of things in Forrest Gump make me cry mm. just like that entire movie just like even when mama dies uh, and, Bubba. and Bubba and yeah. Bubba I want to go home oh <laughs> I'm just gonna cry right now <laughs>
0: For for me, I was I always would have thought for you that like the the worst one for you would have been, not Penny's boat.
1: No, that's that was what I was gonna say, but wow. I didn't want to spoil anything for Neff because Neff is never gonna finish the show. But yeah, not Penny's boat is is. Yeah. E. T.
2: Used to wreck me too whenever E. T. Dies in the middle or like near the end. But he
0: doesn't really really
2: die. I know, but like it's still like when Elliot's like crying. Yeah, that's
0: a traumatic scene.
2: I'm just like, oh my gosh, everybody, ah
0: but there's somewhere it's like it doesn't even count as death but it's still like very very impactful the 10th doctor Oh yes
1: Oh and I knew it was coming and and I he's cried like, I don't, don't want to go I don't want to go oh, And he's like Oh gosh Don't listen, leave us And this isn't death Don't don't take us Don't make it, us have Matt Smith But it is a goodbye oh, no, I love Matt Smith <laughs> But Michael Scott's last episode On The Office oh, It's not a death But it is basically a goodbye It I, still gets me I yeah. just assume
0: that's a metaphor For his death
1: I just Every time Colorado, like him.
0: Colorado is where Like that's where you go When, when
1: John Krasinski To be absent, absent with Carell. the body Has
0: to be present with the The I don't know the Broncos, <laughs> my my
4: city. <my> <laughs> uh,
1: oh yeah, the all, tenth doctor. Was all good. the
2: well Capaldi when I just watched Capaldi's or not just watched it, but when Capaldi just finished his last his run, dude, I cried the entire last segment because each one of the doctors gets their own last like five minutes to do their own. And thing. this is why.
0: This is why I can't watch Game of Thrones. This mm-hmm. is why I can't watch The Walking
6: Dead. Yeah, I Yeah. Yeah. I, I've stopped watching Have you? Walking I mean, Dead
1: because w- of that. Me too. Well, I
6: mean, I I was going to talk about it, but I do not know if we were going to talk about it a little bit. But yeah, Walking Dead for me, you know, particular... I stopped watching it after maybe I think season five because just a lot was going on, and I've been hearing and kind of watching on YouTube clips and things like that, but I know recently somebody died I don't want to spoil it because there might be a piece recently new but the person that recently died I was like wow like they, they would go there with it and it just mm-hmm. kind of left me empty I don't want to say it because it's it was big for sure. and they me. had
0: a, a season cliffhanger where there was a character and it was like oh somebody's gonna die you yeah. know somebody's gonna die and nobody yeah. knew and that's like the thing like I don't know that I could spend that many hours watching falling in in love with characters yeah. or finding myself relating to characters and mm-hmm. then they just like at any moment they could just die for they could die next week for whatever Reason
2: I spent, I spent a couple hours watching reaction videos to the person who died in, in that reveal, and dude, so many videos of people crying, like yep. bawling their eyes out like families, not just like one person in the room, like the entire group of people watching the thing were all just bawling their eyes out.
6: Because it's like you know, particular characters, you just remember moments, you just remember moments where you, you start to understand the character development. You're like, you, you feel like you're, you're friends with that person you. exactly, and it's, it's weird. So, like.
5: Yeah, it feels like someone a close one. Yeah, like especially <laughs> like <laughs> if you're invested. When, when you're, you're invested, invested, like
6: five seasons in, six seasons into a show, like, I mean, it's, that's ridiculous to yeah. be. I mean, season in, season out. You're like, man, this person's never gonna go. No, yeah. there's no way they could take this person out. Um, and then it happens, and you're just like, wow. You know, it just happened. And it's funny to think
0: that, you know, these are fictional characters that we're getting worked up over. I mean, these are actors who are all fine. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes they have to write a character off a show because they actually die in real life. That happens sometimes. When did that happen? Uh, Well, okay, uh, when I was a kid, I remember watching Cheers. We loved watching Cheers. Mm -hmm. And one of the the, kind of the ditzy older guy that was worked behind the bar was Coach. And Coach died. And they brought in Woody Harrelson to replace him. But, like, there was always... They had a picture of him hanging behind the bar. And it was just like this, like... Well, coach is gone. It was like there were, you could feel his absence, yeah—and uh, yeah. and, and or, just the character was gone. But he
5: died in real life, or Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. He's okay. still—but that character's still alive.
1: I don't understand that. Well,
2: he's not in the universe he's anymore.
5: He's I still there. Cry, he though. still exists. I did cry. Now, at the yeah,
2: end of that. Scene. To be
0: honest with you, I remember Vin Diesel when he was talking about. He's like that scene could win an Oscar for this movie because it's such a powerful scene. To be honest, Paul Walker dies in real life, his character stays alive in the movie, still not the most unbelievable thing that happens in those movies. Yeah.
1: (laughs) True. Let's look that at let's true look true at their statement. scripts. I'm still gonna
6: stand. I mean, I, I love those movies. Still gonna stand beside them. But yeah, that that run right there, one that that mess. Yeah, See, now, I was guy. like, I, I, hard, I
1: didn't watch the movie. I didn't. I could care less about his character. <laughs> I was actually just sad because wow, like Paul Walker died. Yeah. Like I was yeah. sad that the actual dude died. I could care less about his weird CGI brothered face. And
2: I feel like he was about to hit his stride too. Because I mean, that's what I thought when when I heard he died. Was like he's got all this Fast and Furious movies, and I think he's actually gonna do some serious acting.
1: Well, the kid that played Chekhov in yeah, the Star Trek. Oh, Anton Yelchin. Don't like his, like start, his last dude. movie came out. Like they held yeah. his last movie for like two years. It or came oh, out. Heath Ledger. Dude. You know, the same oh, thing. Man. You, yeah. know, we, and oh. you know, crossing
0: over it's to real life, horror. I mean, it's yeah. it's a strange thing, you know, but they, they cross over of like, okay, we have these characters versus we have these actors. But the reality is, every single person, should the Lord Terry who's ever been born, <laughs> that's the one thing that we all stare down. It is the great equalizer. Yeah. Is that you gonna die. Uh, going back to William Shatner, who uh, you know, it, ingloriously died uh, not by getting shot in the back but in the reshoot by standing on a bridge that collapsed and it fell down into a valley and he got crushed by a metal bridge Uh, but he stayed alive long enough to have a moment of tender interaction with Jean-Luc Picard Um, but uh, Shatner did a song uh, a couple years ago and it was uh, We're All Gonna Die
6: Live life like you're gonna die because you're gonna
3: I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're going to die.
0: I'm going to die. You're going to die. By the time this song comes out, I might already be dead. And he does his whole thing, and then at the end they kind of have a breakdown and talk about all the ways, in a, in a singing, bluesy breakdown, all the ways that it could be that you would die. And it's it's funny, but it's it's sobering. We, we going to die. Um, and, and, you know, for all these fictional characters that we talk about, that's something that we need to be prepared for, or at least kind of keep in the back of our mind. I mean, if you, if you haven't already at some point, chances are you will lose someone that you love. Um, you know, we, we talk about them all the time or, or think about them anyway. Uh, when Sheena and I first, uh, started talking to each other and, and sort of hanging out one of the first like long phone conversations that we had, she was telling me, you're telling me all about your grandpa, um, who i never, I never met him. But like you just she was going on about like how important he was in in your life. And um, do you remember that conversation? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it really well. I, I, I remember having a crick in my neck from holding my phone in, in the, and I was playing Pac-Man on my Xbox <laughs> like for like two hours while we were talking. Um, what 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 was that? Like? I, I never had a, I, I never had a grandpa in my life. I've never known a, a grandpa. What what was that experience like for you?
3: Uh, like, I still remember, like, what I was doing and where I was, like, when I heard. And, like, I still, like, I was his first grandchild. So I was, like, I, like, he said his world totally changed after I was born. And so, like, I, we just had this relationship that, like, we were really close, and, um, it was, very, very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Very difficult.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's hard to think about something like that, you know, um, it, the reality of it is when you have someone that's a part of your life and a part of your story and then they're not there one day, um, that's, that's a tough thing, you know, whether it's a friend or a, a family member, especially when it's a close family member, um, Neff, is it okay if I ask you to weigh in on this, man?
2: That's fine. Um... We didn't, I didn't actually see my dad die. I wasn't there when he passed away. Um, we were on our way to the to the uh, hospice whenever he died. And I remember it was kind of tough on my mom. I actually remember I was watching Pawn Stars or something like that before. I like, specifically remember being at my grandma's house watching that show. And my mom was like, bust in. She's like, dad's going. So we got to get there as fast as we can. And by the time we got there... Luckily, my aunt my aunt was there, so she was with him um, when he passed away, but uh, my mom, I just remember mom crying a lot and saying that she wasn't there, and it was really tough on her, and then uh, the biggest thing I probably remember is that night while I was lying in my bed, um, I remember looking up at the ceiling and thinking, today I woke up and I had a dad, and tomorrow I'm going to wake up, and I'm not. And that was one of the toughest things for me was thinking how my life was up to that point and thinking how it's going to be, you know, not having that person there. And that was really tough. Um, Wow. So.
0: How long did it take before you kind of felt like you could function or like you you, uh, adapted to the the new reality of that?
2: Uh, Well... I mean, you were young. Yeah, I was 14, uh, turned 15 a couple, like two months later. Um, But it was in between my ninth and 10th grade year of high school. And like, you can even see it in like, I I even saw it in my grades because ninth grade year I did really well. I had all A's because I did my homework because my dad was always at home uh, helping me do my homework. And then you get from 10th grade on, I didn't do, I didn't do a lot of my homework because I didn't have. Uh, Anyone there to really push me because my mom was dealing with her own mourning and grief, and I ended up like turning to like trying to be like the typical teen looking for like you know alcohol, sex, and stuff like that. And it kind of I don't know, like it ruined the way I wanted, like it was before, but until I really figured out like who I was and like how I was going to live the rest of my life and and really like going to church really changed that like really um it gave me a a a path to go down and it made me a little more comfortable with my father's death and uh like cause he was he's kind of the reason why I started going to church cause like I had like a moment a realization where like if I kept doing what I was doing it could hurt me in the future or I could end up you know, in a bad place. Uh,
0: I I think that it's important for all of us to realize how we live our lives uh, and and how we end our lives or how our lives end are very, very important to our story and the impact that we make. You know, we go back to, and not to, to comic book it up, but, you know, you go back to the idea of Loki and the importance of his life would be so diminished by that, you know, quick, rapid snap of a finger death. The importance of our life is not only how we begin, but, but also how we end, you know, with, with dignity, with intentionality, with, with purpose and with power. And, and as people of faith, knowing that what Paul said in, in Philippians is, is so true, that to live is Christ, but to die is, is gain. You know, he's like the the tension that I feel right now is he's writing to the to the Philippian church. He's saying, "Look, I want to stay here and I want to do these things, but man, I want to be with Jesus too." And uh, we we talked about a, a brother who who passed away a couple weeks ago here in our church. And um, I, I remember when I'd go visit him, I'd go sit in his home, and he was he was old and he was sick. I mean, his body was just going south. And he would just sit and he'd, he'd grab your hand and he'd look right at you. He said, "I just." I'm just ready to go home, just ready to go home. And I think that there's a certain amount of hope and comfort that we have that when the time comes for us, we have a home to go to. You know, we don't have to, as the Bible says, mourn like those who don't have hope. Jesus said, look, I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it weren't so, I would have told you. We have hope beyond this life only. If if this is the only place that we can put our hope in, we're of all men most, most miserable. But we, we do. We have the ability to put our confidence and our, our faith in Christ. We have the ability and, and to, to, to trust and to know that after this, the real story begins. Because in all these stories that we share about, you know, when someone loses their life, that's typically not the end of the story. In a lot of ways, that's the beginning of a story, you know. Mufasa dies and Simba takes his place uh, as the king, uh, you know. Rufio dies and and Peter remembers that he's the pan, you know, or like whatever it might be. in 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 these moments, we see these loss, but we also see the story continues. And, you know, one day the world will go on without us. But what impact will we have made? Uh, we take comfort in that we have a home in heaven. We take comfort in the fact that Christ has made a way for us uh, to, to live and have eternal life. Um, we take comfort in the fact that um, the last enemy to be destroyed will be death. You know, Revelation 118, I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I'm alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys to death and, and, and to Hades and to the grave, you know. Um, we know that we have victory, but what will our life have meant? What will our legacy be? What will the story that people will tell about us be? Um, we're not always perfect, but maybe we can leave someone that's hurt us with forgiveness. You know, maybe we can leave someone uh, who's important to us with that feeling that they they have value. You know, maybe we can leave someone who is following after us with momentum and with uh, w- with. The insight and the the opportunity and the wisdom and the tools to carry what we start on further and beyond us. Um, But we take comfort and we remember uh, 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 54 through 57, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass that saying which is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The last enemy has no power over us. You know, in our stories, we mourn, and when in our lives, when we lose people that we love, we're sad and we mourn, and that's okay. Jesus, you know, wept when his friend Lazarus died, even though he knew that it was only temporary. Yeah. Death is only temporary. In Christ, we have life, and we have we have life forevermore. And that is darn comforting, isn't yeah. it?
1: It always makes me happy when I when I'm at a funeral, and the vibe of it is like even though it's sad, it's still like let's remember the good things about this person. Like I remember a few years ago, my a few years ago it was almost like ten years ago. We had a member of our church named Lindell. He passed away, and his funeral was just full of like standing room only people, and n- nobody had obviously nobody's gonna say anything bad at a funeral. But it was like everyone was just happy remembering lindell and how awesome of a guy he was so it was
2: less of like a a sad like the like remembering the death but more celebration of his yes
1: and that was the first funeral i'd been to where like even though it was a sad moment people and it's always makes me think of like when i pass away i want to i want people to be happy that they like i want my legacy to have been that i've made people happy that i was able to serve people i was able to not leave anybody like at my funeral sad because I'm gone, but happy that they knew me.
0: David, does having a son affect the way you think about your own death?
5: It does. Um, It also affects the way I think about, like, my loved ones even more. Like, I would... I don't... If anything happened to Noah, I don't... I don't know (laughs) what I would do. I know. I just... People say, you know, oh, you get through it And, you know, God gave you strength and I understand that truth But easier said than done Sure You know, um, but I definitely um, It definitely affects the way I think I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, God, please don't let me go through that Like, no parent should have to go through the loss of their child And you know, you know,
0: without a shadow of a doubt Like, the cornerstone of our faith is if something were to happen to your child, he's way better off. Yeah. Way better off without you in 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 the presence of God. Right. Than he would be with you. So right. what is it? Is it what is it that uh, what, what what how do you define that when your mind,
5: your the logic of your faith says, I know this, but I mean, it is a, it, it's almost like a part of you is gone. But you have to remember what your true identity is And your identity is in Christ Yeah. And when you are in Christ To be absent from the body Is to be with the Lord <laughs> You know. And I think that is the only hope Like you mentioned earlier The hope that we have in That can help us move along When we face loss yeah. like that And uh, I'll sort of piggybacking on What Stephen was talking about With Lindell's funeral um, it, It's nice to celebrate life um, but it makes it it makes it a bit more easier to do that when you know not based on the life that they lived, but knowing where they're going is that extra mm-hmm. um, yeah. like you know they had a good life here, but they're even having a better one now.
0: And you know, every funeral, you know, you hear a, the preacher, or the pa- pastor, they'll say, you know, and, and you can see them again. They give that opportunity for salvation. You know, like that's a very serious thing because. I would want people that cared about me to know where I am and to know what I spent my life committed to uh and what my ultimate the 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 faith goal of us is to go and be with the Lord to emerge from the the groaning of the womb of this world and actually begin to exist in real life for the first time ever you know to get past this this you know jar of clay to get past this earth suit and to to live in in the fullness of who we are to you know, to see beyond the, the dim, dark glass, the mirror dimly, you know, and, and, to, and to look into, into God's face and to have him look at us un, unshielded, unguarded. What you going to do when I die, girl?
3: I don't know. I don't know. You
0: going to sell all my toys?
3: No. Not,
1: not the Iron Man. You going to keep all my toys?
3: I'll keep all the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like,
1: I got my Robert Daddy Judia. You're uh, not going to give your choice to us? No, <laughs> hey, <heck> no, <laughs> Tony. Can you please leave your uh, your Marty McFly and Delorean to be in your will? No, I want you. Wow, to s-
0: dang, I'm uh, <laughs> not wow. even dead yet. <laughs> That's they're really are,
5: specific. I love you the most, out, Tony. Casting their lots,
0: <laughs> man, for <laughs> real, David, for real.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even.
0: I'm not. I'm not quite dead.
3: <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know. I don't even like to think about it. Nope.
0: There's only but one exit plan for me, and that is I'm going to crawl up on your hospital bed like James Garner in the notebook, and we're going <laughs> to just die together. But oh, something that was so sad. I, or,
3: <laughs> I think about it like when um, I see a particular person's posts on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know how she does it because she loves Jesus and she has that relationship with with God and I'm just like how are you getting through your day because her husband passed away and I see like I I love when she posts pictures of like her kids or she tells like stuff about like what her kids do or um, things that they say or things that they do and I'm like that's like I mean we're all like really really sad when he passed away but it's so like awesome to see and hear those things because like that's stuff that he that's like his legacy like that's stuff that he instilled in them and he taught them and um he (laughs) showed them and like i don't know i I don't know. I don't know how she does and it. I, th- I think
1: I know who you're talking <laughs> when, about. And when, if it's the same person, it's uh, I like that. She's also transparent. She's like, it hurts and it's hard to get through this. But yeah, God is still
0: good. Yeah. but And she she's still very much in love with him. You know, she like she'll talk about him. All. Here we are talking about her like she's a you know yeah. weird person. But she <laughs> she talks about him. She shares memories about him. And it's part of like I think Facebook has been a really important thing. She'll still share photos. I remember when Billy Graham died. She's she the, she mm-hmm. posted something. She's like, well, today. You know, my husband met Billy Graham, you know, and that's, and that was, it's kind of a fun combination,
1: you know, to think about him. It it makes me smile. Um, Post nice things about me when I'm dead. I told David, does this whole thing on his birthday, and it's sort sort of like a, like a, like dark humor uh, On his birthday He always puts his age Dash zero So like This past year Like 29 and twenty nine zero. zero And I was like David what you need to do Is convince If Facebook's still around Jennifer On your birthday To put your age And then one At the end Oh my gosh terrible <laughs> so morbid And then, and then Do terrible. a picture
0: Uh, Well, we're going to wrap this thing up before it gets any more sad or more, but I'm going to go hold my wife's hand for a minute. I'm 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 never going to leave you.
2: I'm going to hold my pillow.
0: Live well. Live well until it's your time to exit stage left even. Uh, Make your life count for something and leave this world a better place than you found it. You know, we celebrate and honor those who have gone before us. And we leave uh, leave a life of impact and always have confidence and faith that uh, this world is temporary. Uh, This is merely uh, us on the street corner waiting for that Uber to arrive that's going to take us to glory land. Uh, That's all the time we have for tonight. Don't forget, if you're going to be in Orlando from uh, May 24th through 27th, stop by the Orange County Convention Center and see us at the MegaCon. Yeah. We're going to be out there hanging out. Nerdy Godcast and Artist Alley. You Mm -hmm. can go see uh, EJ at his official Nest booth and uh, pick up some art. Don't forget our Twitter game. Uh, Check it out. Find our Hammer of Thor post. Retweet it. And you could win a home video copy of Thor Ragnarok from our Nerd of God stash, and uh, if you love the show or if you want us to do better, check us out on patreon.com slash nerd of You can be part of the miracle keeping the ministry going forward. Amen. 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 Well, that is all the time we have for uh, the Nerd of Godcast uh Stevo Supremo. Farewell, everybody. EJ Nieves. Night night. Big man Quentin Neff. Hasta luego. Nick in the booth. Uh, and thank you so much for being back with us, my lovely wife Sheena. You're
4: welcome. And and goodbye.
0: And good- <laughs> wait, that was very final. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know You're something welcome. I don't know. <laughs> goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> She's a and, black widow. And uh, <laughs> and David Nelson. It's been real, y'all. Mr. David. All right, y'all. Until thank next you. time, I'm Tony T. We ain't gotta go home. But we can't and stay
2: here.
1: It was me all along, Austin.
2: <laughs> Get your I got risers. you all.
1: Even my family. Even
2: my family bought it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. You're so good.
1: It's a terrible Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, you're
2: terrible Steve Austin.
0: <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Now is the time for you to know The yeah. madness That you have unleashed upon yourself When I get up on the top rope And all of my macho maniacs Are out there cheering my name And you will feel the elbow drop From the top rope Hulk Hogan And you'll know When you snap into a Slim Jim wow. The excitement that is the macho man Cause I'm the tower of power or too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Ooh, yeah. That,
2: that's my boy over there, baby. That's my man, Macho Man Randy Savage, baby. He's my boy, the toast of the coast. The sweetest man, so sweet. The
1: sweetest boy. I think that's the best Macho Man you've ever done. This is good. I've heard you do a lot oh, of. We're macho recording, men. right? I've yeah. wine oh. and dined
2: with kings and queens. They made a living off pork do and you- beans.
1: <laughs> You want to get in the ring with
0: the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! It's limothine riding, learjet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, Dealing. son of a gun. Just like Space Mountain is the oldest ride in the park. Woo! But it's still got the
1: longest line. (laughs) What's? You need to lisp a little more. If you
2: smell what the rock is cooking. This is all Miss little boy. When I looked out and I saw the sign that said Kane
0: Dewey, and I realized I've given my body for you. (laughs) I've sacrificed my health. And now, now there's nothing left. Nothing left for me to give. So I'm going to have to destroy everything that you hold precious.
2: Ooh. (laughs) Undertaker, bang bang! <laughs> my, oh. my creation, <laughs> your greatest enemy, <laughs> back from the grave to haunt you.
1: My creation, Is that your Paul <laughs> Bear? Yeah. Did he ever talk like this? Oh, yes. he talks. This is a good, so good night. We should, this is the episode. Just WWE impression. That's WD
2: impressions.
0: great. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. How many of you guys came here to see WCW? But how many came to see the original Black and White Express? The NWO. Survey says. One more for the good guys.
1: <laughs> can you dig it, sucker?
6: <laughs> we coming for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: can't say that. David, Damon, David's the only one who can say that. I can't. <laughs>
1: we coming for won't you. David won't say it. Harlem <laughs> Heat. <laughs> <laughs> you can you do that. And my it. brother, Booker <laughs> T, we're going to come because we Harlem
0: Heat. We're going to drop it on you Harlem 125th Street style with a sidewalk slam, yo, fruit booty. (laughs) (laughs) And the old speedy rooty
2: sucker. So that's
0: still wrestling. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know?
2: You (laughs) better call somebody.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children Children of all ages, the WWF is proud to present the world tag team champions. The road dog, Jesse James. The B.A. Billy Gunn. Your new, new, new age, age outlaws.
4: outlaws. And if you're done <laughs> done
0: with that, we got two words for you.
4: Okay, we're good.